acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Uh, hi, Pen Pals. Welcome to another episode. We are your hosts. My name is Daniel Van Kirk, and this is... I am other host, Rory Scoble. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, yeah. You guys send us your letters. They're not necessarily just advice. You can send us a letter about anything. Anything you would send to a friend is what you send to us. You can do that at thepenpalspod on gmail.com or on uh, social media uh, at thepenpalspod or... You can send us a straight-up snail mail at 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Attention, the Pen Pals podcast. We would love to get... I'm always blown away that you remember that address. I, You know what's weird? It, I don't know it when I start saying it. and I, I'm always like, I'm not going to know the zip, and then I get to it, and it's almost like a song. You just know the lyrics once you get through the chorus. Um, so uh, send us any of that stuff. It's your podcast. We just we talk, just about, talk it. about it. You know, it's I just thought of Rory. We we it's been a couple weeks, but listening to that beautiful theme song, which should win many awards, is and has and will. How great! You can go to the social media, go to Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod or Twitter at the Pen Pals Pod, and uh, hear that class with um, the winter sounds, Patrick, and that class singing our theme song. You know, they're going to do it in a show. No. That's going to be performed at a like uh, school show. Really? 
Dude, yeah, they had their that, little he, pens. He and showed they, us what he sent and what we posted. Was rehearsal? That's no. Right. Uh, I love it. Go listen to it if you have it. Isn't that crazy? It was just beautiful. <laughs> but how insane is that? You know, that's what? a that's a kindergarten class in South Korea. <laughs> this is the moment, and they're just learning that song. This is when that's I so love funny. comedy. Like you have moments in your life where like, how did we end up here? And you go, because I got into comedy. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, you never know where where it's gonna go or like the scenarios you're gonna end up in or that uh, someday you're gonna create a podcast and have an amazing theme song from the Winter Sounds that is then gonna be yeah. sang by a group of kids in a classroom in Korea. In Korea. Dude, some of the shit that we are shooting in this show in Atlanta, yeah. what blows my mind is we'll just be on set shooting it. And I, I'm, I'll just like say to myself, like, I can't believe this was just thought of in a room know, and I everyone can't. laughed at it. Like, that is so stupid. And then I'm looking at it and money was put into making it come, that, that's become a thing. Yeah, when I had my sketch so show, bizarre. I'm nerdist. I, I had a moment once where I looked around at all these cameras set up and like the sketch that I'd written. And I'm like, this is just because I thought of it? I got all... <laughs> I don't know who's crazier. The fact that I thought yeah. of this or you all were like, yep, let's do it. Or the people who got behind it were like, right. I'll throw money at that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I love that. I love that yeah. stuff. Uh, I don't know. We're talking via phone right now, as as I'm sure people can already tell. So I can't access reviews, but I assume they're good. And I hope people keep sending them in. They um, better be good. Could you imagine? You know what makes me the most happy, though, is when someone hands me hands me a letter and you can do yeah. that if you come and see us at uh the cluster fest in san francisco on the 23rd of june now dan we haven't talked about this do what? we or is there any specific letters that we want to like do we want to tell people like hey it's san francisco uh because this we have some time when this yeah. episode is airing that yeah. we could we could like steer we could steer it well what did i don't we, know i haven't thought what did of we do in dallas didn't you didn't you have some idea in dallas dallas we well you know dallas is when we first experimented and had like two oh. pen pals connect right do we know how that's going i, I we've known that There's they've written each listeners. other once let us know write us and let us know what's going on was it uh, what if their best Nick friends and kieran was that it i hope so Dude, your memory is insane <laughs> I can't believe you remember that we were in Dallas. You're, you're, <laughs> that's, you're, you're completely the other way. I can't. I'm so the other way. I don't. Even, I don't remember what we're doing right now. I just um, had someone at a comedy show ask me if we were going to go back to Galveston because they wanted to try and make a trip out of it, and I'm like, we got invited uh, in the room, but sometimes yeah. that can fade over the course of a year. Jacoby can answer that. Jacoby will let us know if that's a. A standing invite to come every year and do it. I would love to bring uh, Jordan there and oh, show her what that was. That's, that, that was, was so much fun. That was insane. Yeah, agreed. I agreed. think I definitely do do some 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 pot. I don't. Did I smoke pot? I don't remember. <laughs> In life or during? I, I definitely drank that night. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I need to be high. You might have hit a pen. Um. All right. Well, let's just go straight to the letters. Let's get into it. You want to? Let's go, go to, to the, the letters. letters. Run, 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 run. See? Mm. See, that's not just me. That's should, You're injured. I should have stretched. You have a real injury. 
Mm. You know what you need? You know what song you need for the to run to the letters? Hmm. Very loud. <laughs> what is that? I have no idea. The theme from Hoosiers? All right, Rory, you ready to get Yahtzee. mad at me? You ready to get mad at me? You've never seen Hoosiers? I've never seen Hoosiers. Can I tell you something? Huh? Our podcast in San Francisco, we're just going to watch Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is Jimmy Chip. And the whole crowd is like, wait, what are we at? They just watch Hoosiers? I know things about <laughs> it. The guy's name is Chipwood or something like that, right? Jimmy Chipwood. Yeah. And I know certain things about it. Gene Hackman walks around with rolled papers a lot. Like he's always you, like he's is, always like this. That? That's so like, oddly specific. But isn't he? Isn't he always kind of yeah, like? Why well, do you know that though? Because you just watch enough like montages sure. and like awards shows, like yeah. and you just have seen. Like I have an I idea need, of what the show, what the movie is about. I need you to promise me right now that you won't watch Hoosiers without me. Oh, hundred percent. Okay. We still have to watch. Uh, there's a scary there's so movie. few people left for me to like get to watch that movie with. Okay. Because it's just so old. I know. Lennon Parham. Yeah. Lennon Parham. She's yeah. going to be on the on the Robbie on Robbie. I love her. She was out here. Yeah. And I discovered through conversation she also loves Hoosiers, and she like quickly went to like the first part to like be like, oh, listen that one note in the song, and I was like, I can't believe this. We are. We are long lost souls. <laughs> we, I have a soulmate in my affection for the the music in Hoosiers. <laughs> All right, I'll wait for you. I'm getting way off topic now. Wait, who, it, it, there is no topic. Hey, wait! You've also never had a Big Mac or a Whopper, is that right? That's correct. Either one of those. Either one. Is there anything at Arby's you haven't had? No, I've eaten it all at Arby's. You kidding me? I think I think Clusterfest. You might be trying a bite of your first Whopper and your first Big Mac. I'll do it. Do I have to have onions on the Big Mac? We've talked about this before. We got to do that. Do I have to have onions on the Big Mac or Whopper? You can no. Do you don't like onions? Nah, but I would try it if you're like, no, that's the experience. You've got to try. Oh, you're not try allergic. It. You're no, not no, allergic. No, no, no. But I would. And then maybe you got to try it. Okay. To get what the chef, <laughs> the way the chef. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. We don't do substitutions at McDonald's. The way the Hamburglar always pictured it being. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you grab a ladder? No, Burger King uh, really goes against their have it your way. Uh, so maybe maybe that one will take the onions off. No, I know it cost us way more money than we make off this show, but it, it, we, we should have highlighted it last week. Guys, what we've done is we've shipped half the letters to Rory. So yeah. um, he's probably going to lose the deposit on his place yeah. where he's staying right now. Just well, I then have what to ship gonna, them back after right. we do these recordings. Right, but it's going to warp the floorboards wherever you're at. So yeah. Uh, did you grab a letter? Yeah, I got a letter. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is fun. Great. Was I mean to an old guy? That's where, that's, that's the, that's the title. Coming to us from Bobby. Well, you're Dear all, you literally just went from top to bottom in that letter. Yeah. Okay. Dear sirs. That works. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's neutral. Mm-hmm. This weekend, I was at an Indian restaurant. Immediately, that makes me want like chicken tikka masala, and I know it's like ah, it's a hacky order when you go. But I, my God, it's so good! I don't think I've ever had Indian food. Oh my God, butter chicken! <sighs> Is that naan? 
bread. I've had naan. You're, you're gonna get your naan's gonna be involved. Okay. Yeah. I've this weekend, naan. I was at an Indian restaurant with my wife and three year old daughter. It's our favorite place, and we go there regularly. Uh, almost immediately after our food arrived, my daughter took a bite of soup that was hotter than she expected. Should be a parentheses. Sense. Normally, she blows on it and waits for it to cool off on her own because she's a big girl. Mm-hmm. So don't think I'm a terrible soup parent. Close parentheses. <laughs> She started to cry. It was not a loud cry, but she was upset. Not even five seconds into her crying, Mm -mm. an old man who was seated only a few feet away, I would guess in his early 70s, turned angrily and told me to take her outside while his wife sat across the table silently. I I am getting fired up right now. Dan, you know me. I know. You know know. how I get. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, I was pissed. But I played it cool and ignored him while I tried to console my daughter. About 10 seconds later, Mm-mm. I mean, we're currently talking about 15 seconds. <laughs> I hope he says 10, 10 seconds later, I punched the man. About 10 seconds later, with my daughter still quietly crying, the man raised his voice and with even more anger told me to take her outside. Take her I consider- outside. Take her out of here. And you know, that man was just eating his Indian food and having a cup of like just black coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Like a diner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I consider myself a kind person and I'm usually pretty patient, but it had probably been about 15 seconds of crying and she was not being loud. I would never keep a crying child in a quiet restaurant. I understand how rude and annoying that would be for everyone else, and I am considerate of others. But I had not been confronted like this as a parent. I stood up from the table and looked down at the old (laughs) man and said, she's already calming down, but you can keep that to yourself. Love that line. The old man looked terrified that I was giving it back to him. My wife requested that we move to a different table far away from the old guy. As we were moving, love this. Love go. it. He's going to double it. down. As he did a double down, folks. What he had Never had here, a double down. Never eaten a double what down. He, had, he never had a double down. What he had here, he had a uh, a jack of clubs mm-hmm. and he had a jack of cl- diamonds. He said, let's split these up. <laughs> let's split them up. Yep. As we were moving, I took the opportunity to scare the old guy again. Parentheses, just a reminder here, only two minutes or so had passed. (laughs) It's all so quick. All I said was, hey, you're a miserable person. My wife, who I like a lot, (laughs) has been giving me a hard time about what I said to the man. It was out of character for me because I'm a passive guy. Maybe it was the fact that involved my child, absolutely, and a stranger being a dickhead to us that brought out a different side of me. Like I said, I think staying in a restaurant with a screaming child is inconsiderate, but that was not what was happening in this case. She was quiet, and her tears lasted less than 30 seconds. <clears throat> here's, where our, here's where we come in, Dan. Okay. Was I in the wrong? Was I mean to an old guy? Shouldn't we be allowed to tell old people they are being assholes when they are being assholes, or do they get a pass just for being old? Mm -mm. I do not feel bad about what I said to the man and wanted to say much worse things to him. I think I showed restraint. (laughs) My wife continues to tell me I was wrong. (laughs) I need you guys to settle this. 
Thanks, fellas. I love the podcast. All my love, Bobby. Bobby, I think it's already very clear whose team I'm on. Okay. I'm on team Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't think he was mean to an old guy? Or you think he was and it was warranted? I, I don't think... I do not think he was mean. I think he showed great restraint in what he said. I think when he said, she's already calmed down, but you can keep that to yourself, that's mature as fuck. Yes, that's great. And then, sure, maybe he didn't need to get that second jab in. But I'll tell you what, when it's my daughter, I'm going to make sure... I've put the deal to bed. Yeah. I'm making sure we're not having another issue. I'm going to make it very clear. You have stepped to the wrong person about the wrong person. <laughs> You're going to make sure when the person gets put down, they stay down. They stay down. And I go, do we have any further questions? Because I, my name is Rory, and I will sweep the leg. I do not I have a problem with that. I do not have a problem with sweeping the leg. I'm one of the few people that always thought that should have been a fair move. <laughs> I grew up I learning karate. Mm-hmm. I've never had an issue with that Mm-mm. leg sweep. <laughs> I every time Jean-Claude Van Damme got dirt thrown in his eyes, I was like, that's fair. You I shouldn't. said that's a part of the game. <laughs> part of the game. Okay. Uh, I mean the fact that he just said, Hey, you're a miser- miserable person, I, I honestly I don't I don't even think that's I, I think that's just fucking straight up motherfucking short form improv f2f mm-hmm. right there that's all that is it's like look dude i could say i could say fuck off i probably would have been i probably would have dropped the f-bomb okay he looked at this dude and he said hey you're a miserable person and i'll tell you what that old man maybe is a miserable person now look i i've got a lot of different hypotheticals that we can throw into this okay we don't know where that old man's coming from. We don't know where he's at upstairs. Mm-mm. That dude might be falling apart mentally. Right. We don't know. We don't know. So, Bobby, I do have to concede. The gamble you take when you yell at an old person is you might be yelling at someone who does not know what they're saying. Who are you? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that. I don't mean to laugh at that, but uh, it's making me laugh that there, you do run a risk of g- being like, you know what? I'm going to fucking tell this old person what's up. And someone's going to be, hey, you know, he's actually not, uh, he's unaware that he's like saying that. And you got to be like, ah, oh, shit. Now you got to do it. Now, now, That's comedy, though. Scenario, That's how comedy works, man. Getting yeah. all your wind taken out of your sails way too fast is comedy. Now, now for comedic sake, Bobby, I want to throw out there when she started crying and five seconds later he said, go outside. That dude's brain, it might have been 20 minutes. And he was like, it's been fucking 20 minutes. Get that fucking kid out of here. Because <laughs> you don't know where he's at. You don't know what timeline his brain is on. You were like, that's only been five seconds. That dude's like, I'm 70. It's been 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> but, Roar, what, when you're being inconvenienced or annoyed, how do yes. you – what is your – mechanism for timing that it's been long enough and i can now say something i guess i guess it's it's gotta the context have to be there right if i'm at a restaurant i mean i don't know i'm not a very confrontational person i i keep it i I keep it down low for instance if this old guy said something to me 
that that changes the scenario. But if there's like a kid screaming, crying, who honestly, and I agree with Bobby here. I mean, I feel like he's definitely being straight up like, look, if a kid's losing it in a restaurant, I'm going to fucking take the kid outside. Right, and then throwing a tantrum. This She burned her mouth. She burned her mouth and she was in pain. And going outside doesn't do anything. And also, if it has only been five seconds, like, dude, fucking chill the fuck Even out. Even if it's been a minute. You know what you can say to a parent? It's like, is she okay? Is everything okay? Like, if it exactly. seems, especially if it seems like she's hurt, you know, whatever. Exactly. And then the parent will say to you, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? Let me just step out with her. Or they'll be like, she is. She's just settled. Like, ask. But this guy, you got to admit, the old guy went from zero to dick very zero fast. Zero to dick, very quick. Zero very to dick, fast. very quick. That is a fucking great bumper sticker right there. <laughs> <laughs> Their podcast never got off the ground, but once they created the bumper sticker, but zero once they to dick. finally dove into their true talents. <laughs> they go, okay. So the guy goes zero to dick. This is my thing. I think that first response was perfect. But you can keep so that too. to yourself. It's nice. I it's will mature. say, I've none of us are perfect. I've had times in heated where I was like, man, I went. I went a little too hard there. I went a you little You went over too the line. Hard. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I've had people where I said, uh, I've gone back to someone like, I was having a bad day. I'm not happy with the interaction we had, but I didn't need to say that to you. I'll go back and oh, own it. Oh, that's very mature. Yeah. I'll go back and own it because it will eat me up. But I will not, I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I did give you a little bit of some business you earned. That's my yeah. other thing, too. My mom always said to me, right? The whole golden rule treat people how you want to be treated. But yeah. here's what I think, Roar. Sometimes I already love this. I already love that you have an alternative to the golden rule. <laughs> Sometimes you're on the back half of the golden rule and you're just treating someone the way they want you to treat them. Love they, that. They've started the golden rule. You're just fulfilling it. Now, in your yeah. own life, people will fulfill it for you. But every once right. in a while, you get called in to be a supporting character in somebody else's life. And so this old guy was treating you and your daughter. The way he wanted you to treat him. Yeah. So a little part of it is you gave him what he earned. He earned it. Yeah. Never be bad about about treating someone the way they've earned. Ever. I mean, do, do you think he crossed the line? Mm, I would have loved. I bet if he could go back. God, I would have loved to have seen it all. Oh, me too. If, Just the moment when the old guy's like, oh, shit, this guy's coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved... If he could have thrown in a, a, the word being in there. I think that might have... Miserable really... human being? No. <laughs> Ooh, you got a... You can't hear it, but you got an on-mic laugh from Noah. Noah, I'm going to tell you again. We didn't give you that to be a studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I always love a good laugh. I can't... I don't ever get to hear. <laughs> Makes it... That's what it's all... It's mm-hmm. all worth it. Mm-hmm. laughs and you don't get to know they've laughed. I what I the being that I want is hey you're being a miserable person. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Uh you could have gone double being. I guess you're being a miserable human being. But um I just think then cuz you blanket stated and taught you condemned him to what he is in every yeah. scenario. So yeah. I think maybe that's an adjustment you did set, you know, and maybe said to your wife like, "Okay, I didn't need to tell this guy you're a piece of shit for all of eternity." But but I yeah. still feel that way, and I should have just told him that's what you're being right now. You know, I, I, I'm willing to um, hypothesize that the wife 
is having such a strong opinion about it because by default she kind of became a part of it. Right. You know, in a way, he's speaking for the group in that kind of a scenario. Well, you know what's interesting? Maybe in that relationship, you say to her, "Did what would you, did you want me to a not do anything? Yeah. Did you uh, b want me to listen to him and instantly take our daughter out at the behest of some other irrational person, or c what if you wanted me to do something, what would it have been?" What would have been yeah. the appropriate? And then try to find some common ground where you know what's going to lose her on your side. I'm not going to lie. I kind of I want to hear I want to hear her side of this. I know, I want to too. Like <laughs> because I want to I want to find out that the old guy was like not even that harsh. <laughs> well, I think that she obviously I want to find out that Bobby is a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Our daughter had been crying for 22 minutes. Uh he he just started paying attention five seconds ago. Yes. So I don't. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I don't mean to interrupt, but maybe she would like to go outside as a distraction. Fuck you, old man. You fucking piece of <laughs> shit. You what? know what? You could use. Why don't you wear this hot soup? And he just throws it. At the guy. Why should I? Why should I take her out there when you're probably going to be dead before we get to the door? <laughs> Honey, oh my god, what are you doing? What? That's our daughter. Even the daughter stops crying instantly, and she's like, "Jesus Christ, Dad, Dad, <laughs> Dad, he's right. I should go outside." <laughs> I imagine you can talk. I imagine uh, she's three. Of course she can. I imagine that. <laughs> I imagine that Bobby's that wife so fucking funny God was in yeah. favor of the first moment. Like, yep, he earned that. It was the it was the go back to put put two in the head that that she was like, hmm. But she also I'm wanted. Still, to... I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still Team Bobby in all this. I am too. If actually. I was there, I would have stood up and I would have gone over in that interaction. I'd be like, as a as a second dad, who's in the same club, he's right. You're miserable. You know what? I wish that Bobby had gone up to the other old guy's wife and said, "Could you do me a favor and take your Alzheimer's patient out of this restaurant? He's yelling you, at other people." You know, I wish. I wish. Uh, I wish Bobby would have yelled at the old guy and then slid his phone number to the wife and said, <laughs> let me know when you want to drop the zero and get with the hero. Call me in a week when he dies. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. Let me know when you're ready to step up your game and marry a real husband. <laughs> Sorry, you're stuck in this World War II marriage. She just grabs the numbers like, oh, all right. Who Who is the person who decided they should leave? The Leave the oh, table? Oh, the and wife. Go to another table? Oh, see, this is an element here, Rory. The wife requested that we move to a different table. That's right. So she obviously was like, get me out of this entire... All of this tension, this interaction that we had with this guy, the thing you said back yeah. to him, just get me out of it. And so well, I think, I maybe think that was, was her indication of like, I don't, problem. I don't need you to say anything else. I want out of this. So she's. I think she was just solving the problem logically. But I, I you know, you, when you're when you're a dad and that's your daughter, I mean, I'm gonna fucking we're we're gonna talk about it. Mm -hmm. She's right. She's right. Like, hey, why don't we get another table? Everybody just calm down. Oh, I agree. I agree. He's like, hey, no one's pulling out a gun. Right. But I need to let this guy know, you don't fuck with me. <laughs> or my kid. Yeah, if you're talking about my kid, why don't you fuck off, old man? I, 
I would have gone so much further and felt so much worse about it on the back end. Because yeah. I seriously I would have seriously been like, fuck you. And then after dinner, I got in the car and I would have been like, that it has Alzheimer's. I'm a fucking asshole. So this is what I think. Bobby wants us to say this. This is what I would say, Bobby. You, I don't have a problem with you going back and putting a bow on this interaction with this guy. But I, I thought you did beautiful work, Bobby. But I would say that you shouldn't have a problem being like, all right, maybe I could have said something just as assertive that wasn't as pointed. Like I don't think you don't you can give a little ground there, but I also don't think you need to. It's in the heat of the moment. There's a lot worse fucking things you could do to somebody. That's that's what I think. I think Bobby. I I believe. I I agree with Bobby. Uh, in that he showed a lot of restraint. I agree too. Both times, like, hey, you're a miserable person. I mean that that makes someone go, oh shit, fuck, maybe I am. <laughs> I know. That's what I like about it. You didn't tell him, like, fuck off, go eat shit. Like, anything that's just kind of, like, fluff anger, you said a very, like, you know what? Like, it'd be just as good if, you know what? You're a person who makes things miserable for other people, and she has to live with it and point at his wife. Also, something to keep in mind, the old man's wife said nothing. Nothing. And that, and, and I think she was like... In her mind, she goes, finally, he can get what's coming to him. It could be, yeah. It could be. <laughs> finally. <sighs> I don't know. Bobby, I'm on your side. I am too. Uh, uh, I am too, but I, I, if I had said that, I would but feel here's, like, here's oh, what I, I want to say about nice. it, though. Here's what I want to say about it, though. Bobby, you tell your wife, if you guys listen to this podcast together, I don't know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I, I, I want to hear her side of it. <laughs> Me too. Send in the letter. I, if she wants to write in uh, or you want to write on her behalf, but you don't fuck with us, Bobby. <laughs> I know. Be honest. You can't have a pottery <laughs> situation here. She's like, yes, Bobby's telling the story accurately. Or if she's like, well, yeah, he did say those two things, but what he left out is that he shoved the guy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then we have a whole other letter. Then, then it's like Bobby. I don't know if I can back that up. <laughs> Agreed. All right, Bobby. You know what? Stay defensive, man. I, I, I think you did a good job. Defense. Don't let people fuck with your family, Bobby. Agreed. All right. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scovel. <laughs> last time you did something just for you discover your summer essentials with fat fit fun the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home fashion beauty wellness and so much more so whether it's the perfect beach blanket a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, 
and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life, so there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film-nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hey, Pen Pals, we are back. As a reminder, come see us at Clusterfest, and you can come see me on tour throughout the Midwest and more Midwest and East Coast dates coming soon over at DanielVanKirk.com. You should be following along with Rory's TV show that he's shooting right now. What's the Instagram for that, Rory? So the Instagram is at Robbie Show, R-O-B-B-I-E Show. And uh, we don't know when this show is going to premiere so there's a part of you that's like, well, I'm going to start following this thing. I don't know what's going on. It's not even going to be out for a while. We're just trying to start slowly, get people joining, following, seeing what we're doing. Maybe they're interested. We're crossing our fingers that we get a premiere date maybe in January of 2020. But as Dan can vouch, this business moves at a strange pace. Sometimes mm-hmm. things happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things happen very slowly, and sometimes things you thought were going to happen don't happen at all. But what I do know is in about three or three weeks, we'll have wrapped eight episodes of this show. We start editing. We start going to color, finalizing, adding the music we like, and then uh, hopefully we start advertising, and then in January, we're we're putting it out there for people to see. But yeah, if you're interested at all, go to at Robbie Show. The posts are very slow right now. We're just compiling a lot of stuff to, to put out, but it's uh, it's worth it. Just go follow and then don't even think about it. And you'll just start getting information. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that show's out now. Good. Now I know. It's like a little reminder. Agreed. Agreed. All right. You want to do another letter? Yeah, I do. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Dear Roar Dog and Danny Dude. Figured if I used shitty nicknames, you wouldn't get who was first. I mean, it says roar, whatever. I'm a penny who has enjoyed the hell out of this podcast. After being introduced to my podcast guru and talented musician Dan, I have been growing the show, and when my social anxiety allows, going hashtag F2F with you two handsome SOBs. Thanks. Yeah. Here's the letter meet. I'm edg- <laughs> Ooh, letter meet. I like that. I'm edging on 30 and have never been to a bachelor party. Not for lack of opportunity, but to unfortunate circumstance. My very close friends, for the most part, li- uh, live on either coast while I'm Midwest, and their parties all fell during a time where I couldn't make my budget work in order to attend their bachelor parties. However, I didn't... I did- I did make it to all of their weddings. The weddings went without a hitch, and I enjoyed every moment. 
When the time came for my wife and I to commit and get married, we each planned a, a small bachelor and bachelorette party. My wife's was a great night from what she tells me. Just <laughs> I, I know. Uh, just bar hopping in our downtown and a great night with her closest friends. When my No, bachelor, I don't believe her. Go on. When my bachelor party came, uh, came about, I had multiple good friends flying into my hometown to have a low-key night downtown. We had reserved some hotel rooms and had a decent itinerary. However, just after checking into the hotel, my sister arrived to my hotel room to inform me that my father had died. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. What? I, I fell into a heap and was broken emotionally. The best man of my wedding stayed up all night with me and my immediate family while we mourned and worked our way through the news. I was single. It was single-handedly the worst night of my life. But Jesus Christ. I'm eternally thankful that I had my wife and my best friend there to support me that night. Fast forward a little over a year. My wife's brother is engaged to his lovely wife, and he is having his bachelor party at a rural cabin. Now, you know I'm down for the uh, for the weekend, five hours from our home. Um, also, remember, we need Wait, to— Wait, this, this, is, this is going to be happening or has happened? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Fast forward a little over a year. My wife's brother is engaged to his lovely wife and is having a bachelor party at a rural cabin for the weekend, five hours from our home. My wife, now recently pregnant, is supportive of my finally getting a chance to attend a bachelor party. The day comes to the bachelor party, and my wife becomes increasingly anxious that something will go wrong during my travels. I love my wife and want nothing more than to make her happy. So I last, so I last minute cancel on my brother-in-law's party. My question is, have you had the universe, or God if you believe in that, ever keep you from something multi after multiple attempts and it still won't happen? On a lighter note, am I, am I really missing anything with bachelor parties, or is the wedding the only thing that really matters? Thank you a whole heck of a lot of love, Alex. Okay. All right, Roar. So this guy didn't get to have his bachelor party, and then his wife was pregnant, and she got anxious something was going to happen to him while his travel, so he didn't get to go to his brother-in-law's bachelor party, and he's yeah. never been to one. Yeah. Are they worth it? First off, dude, uh, so devastating. I can't I fathom what that moment was like or how that was, but man, my God. Good, uh, I don't know, I want to say like good for you for maintaining mm -hmm. mental and emotional, like that could destroy somebody. And uh, it's probably been pretty hard and crazy. So good for you for maintaining if you feel that you have. It seems like you have. Sure. Because that's crazy. Um, but I, I think, Dan, is there any part of you that thinks bachelor parties are a little overrated? Well, they're a little contrived because you're like we you're just searching for a reason to hang out with your friends in honor of I don't know why you technically I don't even know why you need to have one. Um why you can't just have a like like why couldn't you and I organize five dudes to go somewhere in a month? <laughs> right. For no for no reason. Right, exactly. I think right. it was like originally tied to this idea that well, you'll never get to have fun again before you have get married, and I, I think, and I feel I like that's bullshit. Right. I think you're dead right. I'm actually, 
Can you hear me? Yeah, of course I can. All right. I'm going to do a little research here. But yeah, I think you're, I think that's a good guess. I think that's, you got to think, uh, where did it originate and does it make, I'm not saying don't do them. Right. I know. And by no means am I trying to be a buzzkill on bachelor parties. Like I'm, I'm sure some I'm not people either. Agree. I've had great times. I I've, I've had fun bachelor parties that I've gone to. I've had did you, fun at bachelor did you have parties. One? I've had some that I don't really care about. Did you have one? I did not get to have one. Oh, roar. You want to, it, my, the story's not even that, uh, interesting. Okay. Um, as I type this in, um, Oh my God. Do you want me to read this real quick? Sure. History. The bachelor party dates back as early as the fifth century BC. The ancient Spartans celebrated the grooms last night as a single man in which they held a dinner and made toasts on his behalf. At that time, that incident brought the light to the behind closed doors matters with bachelor parties. What? What? <laughs> That took, a, that took a like a eyes wide shut turn there at the end. <laughs> yeah, uh, bachelorette parties in their modern form followed a different trajectory and started much later. Traditional bridal showers, which are thought to have originated in 16th century Holland as an alternative to the dowry system, gave way to the more sexually rambunctious and wild bachelorette celebrations of today. I've, That's so crazy. I've never been on a bachelor party like. If I was on a bachelor party and somebody was like, "Yeah, getting locking it up, never having fun again," I'm gonna get a hooker. I'd be like, "You don't get married. What are you doing?" <laughs> you, or maybe you need to talk. Do you guys have an open relationship? And that's like something you do. And this is just you're gonna check this box on this night too as well. I, it's yeah. always been weird to me that like do something sexual uh, on your bachelor party. That, that part's never jived with me. I'm always like, I don't. Don't what? Yeah, why? I think I think movies. This? I think movies and TV have kind of made that made people get the impression that that's what a bachelor party is. Uh oh, that it's this like oh, you get a stripper and you have sex with her. <laughs> no thanks. Now I know there's some people who are like, well, yeah, that's what a bachelor party is. I don't want to tell you that's not what they are because I think they are whatever that anyone wants them to to be. Right. Excuse me, but I don't know that that. <laughs> I don't know that that's gonna be this is me. What, this is what uh, I'd say. The only the good thing about bachelor parties is to do something that's gonna be memorable. Like for example, oh, okay. For example, I, I have a great example. Go ahead. We went and did the Petalama Petaluma Comedy Festival a year ago, right? Yep. But what did we do that made it so memorable? We floated the river, and so yep. to on me, mushrooms. on mushrooms, yes. And so I'm saying is like it's all about. Just have a shared experience. If if it is contrived, and that doesn't always be a negative, but it's a thing created to like do with your friends and have fun before you get married and just honor of the marriage or honor of your friends before you met the love of your life, whatever. Yeah. Um, do something memorable. You know, for my buddy Dirk's bachelor party, we rented a very large RV. We had like eight guys, and we drove around Arizona going to like national parks and like hanging out. Was one of the best bachelor parties I've ever been on. It was so yeah. much fun. It was guys that I don't get to talk to very much anymore, at least in person. We maybe see each other like once a year, which is even way more than some people do. Um, yeah. And just having that time of like, even driving from place to place, you'd be a few hours just sitting in this RV, like playing cards and talking and making drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what made it great. So to, <clears throat> I, I want you to take over. I know you have something you want to say, but my just thing to Alex is like, 
bachelor parties are kind of like everything else. They're as good yeah. as the people you experience them with. I mean, that's I, I feel like that bachelor party. So what I was going to say was uh, I didn't have a bachelor party because I was putting one together and one was like coming to fruition. And then I got uh, a TV show and I had to cancel it and just go do that. And I left that TV show to, to fly to my wedding. Um, so I ended up not having the time to do a bachelor party and then just time got away and I've just never gone back and done it. But what we were going to do was we were going to, uh, take a raft or two Mm -hmm. down the Colorado river in the grand Canyon and like camp out. We were going to do it through my buddy's company who does all that stuff. You just pay, you pay a fee and then you're there, uh, you know, then everything's provided and you just go down the river and you know, you're waking up at like five or five thirty whenever the sun is up and you're having coffee and you're eating breakfast and you're getting back in the raft or you're just like hanging out in the water. You're doing all that kind of shit, which I think would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and I really still want to, to try to pull do off this, something Rory. Like Let's plan this. Yeah. But I, so that's the thing. I've always joked with Jordan about like, I never got to have a bachelor party, so I might still put something together like a big golf trip or like try to do pull off this like Grand Canyon thing. And, uh, the Grand Canyon thing. Jordan's like, well, I want to come now. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You should you should come now. <laughs> well, that's just a trip then. That's not a bachelor party. I know. I know. But uh, but in, in saying what you just said and what I'm saying as to what kind of bachelor party I wanted, like I, I personally don't really care about the like – I'm not like a party guy. So right. like getting crazy fucked up. And going to like a strip club, like I understand that like Mm-mm. type of hanging out, and I'm not against it. I've done it, but it's not. That's not necessarily what I'm drawn to in terms of what I think is fun. Um, if I was going to someone's bachelor party and they're like, "That's what we're gonna do," I'd be like, "All right, well then, that's what we're doing." Yeah. All I hope is that the people we're doing it with are fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's really who who is in that group. You know, if there's no sour apples and everybody in that group is is fun and knows how to go with the flow and not have an ego. And that's hard to do in, in bigger groups. Sure. But if you can accomplish that, you're going to have fun no matter what. Alex, I would say you should, you should do what I should do and go back and have a bachelor party and you should make it, uh, whatever it is you enjoy doing. Like, as obsessed with golf as I am, it makes sense that I would put like a golf thing together. Yeah. So whatever you have, Alex, that is like your thing, you know, you should, you should be like, yeah, I want to go and do it. And if that means like going to the beach and sitting on the beach and drinking and staring at the ocean for, you know, 10 hours, two days in a row, then fucking go do that. Yep. I totally agree. Have you? I, I would say or you're having your own bachelor party, getting to do the thing you want to do. Don't miss that. Like, do it. I'm, and I'm also kind of saying this to myself, but like, don't miss that. Go do it. Have that fun. Hang out with your friends. But also remember, you could just organize that annually, anyways. That's what I do. And 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 go hang out with your friends and just have fun. We I have a weekend with all the guys I grew up with. We do it every single year. Um, yeah. The other question that uh, Alex had is: Have you ever had the the universe keep you from something after mul- multiple attempts and it still won't happen? Which made me think of two things: one, like George Bailey can't get out of Bedford Falls, and the other one is uh, this book that we barely mentioned called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, where like yeah. the, the the past like keeps stopping him from i just got that that we barely mentioned (laughs) (laughs) but the past keeps getting in his way like preventing him from being able to like do something or get into something or go somewhere i can't really think of anything off the top of my head that 
is something that I've been trying to do for a long time. I mean, other than eat a Big Mac, I haven't. I don't have very much where I'm like, oh, it just seems like the universe won't make this happen for me. Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't know that I have that either. At least not anything that's like so notable. It's in my periphery. Yeah, that like I. I, I mean, I I would say. I mean, this doesn't apply to it at all, but like me just trying to finally have this bachelor party, I never put it together and pull it off. And that's not, I don't think that's the universe keeping it from happening. It's just the schedules and uh, mm-hmm. how hectic it is. And then you're kind of like, ah, well, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Like, I, I, I know like 20 dudes who would gladly do like a trip to go do something. So there's a part of me that wants to look up something and be like, Here's this crazy resort. Let's go for three days. If you play golf, that's a positive because I'm definitely going to do that a lot. But also every night we'll get a dinner, hang out, play cards, do something fun. I don't know. I mean, the great thing about where we I, are is I don't is think like I can could, relate to that part. You could do this in Arizona. You could do that in Vegas. Everybody goes to yeah. Top Golf and that night that you get there, and then the next day everybody goes and hits the links. Yeah. I mean, just put you know put me with like other people who don't really play golf, <laughs> and we'll be near the back. Yeah, you guys go near the back. Are you guys just like, yeah, we're going to get massages? Yeah, there you go. I'll take that. But uh, you, Alex, you should definitely don't. Uh, I'm uh, I'm now six years going on six years past when I should have had a bachelor party. So I would say don't let yourself do that. Stay on top of it. Yeah. And go, I would- go have it. And then also... Don't don't fret over what it's going to be or how you're going to have it. Just know the group you want to go with, and don't care where or when. Just know that hey, if this if this one ends up being a bust, we're going to do it again next year somewhere else. Yeah, I would also say, uh, and I, we can get out of here on this, is that um, there is no like idea of about whatever you want to do for your bachelor party is great. And if that sounds like really fun to you, then yeah, you're missing out on it. But missing out on somebody else's bachelor party, it might not be something you were interested in. But it, it, there is something to be said for having yeah. a, having a time where you connect with the people who have mattered or do matter most in your life, and 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 creating another memory together. To me, that always all, has and, a lot of worth. And also going off that, uh, an angle of this we didn't talk about, but Alex, I would say like sometimes going to bachelor parties, you even though the like let's say for me. I, I don't see this happening, but let's just use this as a hypothetical. Sure. Dan Dan is going to be the one getting married. He's having the bachelor party. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I love Dan. Right. I might find out that I have nothing in common with Dan's other friends. Now, again, I don't see that happening. Sure. But I think a lot of bachelor parties and bachelorette parties, to be fair, I think they fall into a similar thing mm-hmm. where it's like fuck yeah i love you know amanda and then they go and they're like god amanda has got some shitty college friends yeah yeah <laughs> but her grandma was a fucking baller but her grandmother was great you know what i mean like there's there's people that i'm friends with from certain points in my life where you know we might not be in the same place anymore but just because of history you're going to invite them to something yeah totally you know what i mean and yep. so just know alex that if there's other people's bachelor parties that you're missing, I'm willing to bet you're not missing anything crazy. <laughs> but don't sure. miss your own. Don't, don't miss, your, miss own. your own like I did. I agree. All right. In fact, so- 
Right now, Alex, let's make a pact. We're going to both have our bachelor party. Ooh, keep us posted then, Alex. Together! And Rory will have to let you know what he's doing together. Uh, all right. Thank you so much. Thanks to everybody today. We love getting your letters. As always, do that at the Pen Pals Pod. Uh, come see us live at Clusterfest. Follow uh, Robbie's show. That's right. Keep sending us those songs. We're going to keep compiling a, uh, a playlist for everybody. Um, so that uh, would be great. And we just yeah, so we play can, it pre-show I mean, show and post-show. Fun. Like we'll play it at our venues when we do live shows. Yeah, that you guys would... let us know. I mean, coming up on the twenty-third. So let us let us know what songs you want in there. Yeah, it's your playlist. We just play it. We just playlist with it. <laughs> All right, Roar. Thanks so much for this. Thanks for everybody who uh, chimed in and sent us letters. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scovel. A podcast network. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.